Hello everyone, I'm Corey and we're talking manpower. Thank you for joining us. Today, we're continuing our conversation with Mr. Paul Hilton. He's the Deputy G8 at TRADOC. So, what are some unique benefits and some unique challenges of doing resource management here at TRADOC? One of them, um, to, to segue sort of, is, is just that, 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 that our load is driven uh, by, by outside forces. And... Um, and to the extent the Army doesn't get those processes right, um, the um, SMDR is, is the major one which drives our load done, done two years out, the Structure Manning Decision Review. And if you ever figure out what that means, let me know. Um, but that process which determines what we're going to train two years out, um, every time it's wrong or less than correct, it leads to things called traps um, and training resource arbitration panels and what that does is change our load um, either in the budget year and, and fairly often in the year of execution. Um, and so that is a challenge for a resource manager because there's no way my manpower shop can change the TDA four months out and even if they did, it wouldn't affect anything. You're not going to get any soldiers assigned. Um, you know, when you find out in March that you're going to train more engineer soldiers than the Army forecasted two years ago, there are no more engineer soldiers to send here. Everyone who's moving in the summer already has orders. And so typically we end up doing a, a contract for that. We've, we've tried to help ourselves as much as we can. We've gone to what we call indefinite delivery, indefinite quantity, IDIQ, contract vehicles which allow us, which are structured with CLINs that allow us to task order against them, which makes the contract much more responsive to the needs of commanders in the field. But that's, that's certainly one of the challenges is is uh, that our training load um, uh, is driven outside our control. And then, frankly, on the other end of it, um, U.S. Army Recruiting Command success at getting the numbers that DA laid out um, in the total Army analysis process, you know, getting those at the MOS level of detail um, can also be a struggle sometimes, which again will lead to off times in the summer what we call our search, summer search period, changes in, in what the load shows up on the doorstep as opposed to what was forecasted to be two years ahead. So how do you engage with the CP26 community here? Um, we have very active engagement with the 26 community here. Um, first off, um, our manpower shop here in Tradoc is, is certainly um, uh, a, a very much a full-spectrum manpower shop. So we do the pretty much the full spectrum of manpower work here. We do everything from, you know, classic building TDA, as I mentioned already, we, we build Schedules 8. We're very actively involved in total Army analysis on the generating force side. Uh, we do models uh, and we do studies. And so we do the, the whole gamut of, of manpower functions. Um, and again, because of the way this command is structured and because of the outputs of this command are, are very much manpower dependent, um, uh, it's a very active cross-involvement between uh, my manpower and my budget shop for issues that are, you know, everyday issues. And then again, manpower and the total or, or and the, the POM process with my PA&E shop. Um, and, and, and it's it's really surprising 
the, the broad range of things from, again, I mentioned traps, how do we sort that out, the manpower folks figure out what's the bill going to be to train that load, um, and then the budget folks have to figure out, okay, how are we going to pay for that. Um, to, to programmatic issues, you know, there's one going on now that the chief has asked us to look at um, increasing the length of basic combat training by a week and some select AITs by a week and then all the OSIT courses by two weeks. Well, that requires some fairly in-depth analysis from both the manpower team and PAE team and, of course, the TRADOC G357 TOMA team. Um, and so that, that kind of interaction goes on every day here. Um, the manpower shop is, is integrally related to, to practically every function we do here in the TRADOC G8. So why do you think it's important for CP26 interns to rotate here at TRADOC, and what perspective do they get? Um, I think it's a great opportunity to come here. Again, as I already mentioned, um, we do pretty much all of the CP26 functions here. And uh, the other thing that, that they will learn here um, is, is uh, how different this command is. You know, the generating force by definition is made up of a bunch of more or less unique commands. Um, None any more important than the other, you know, what the Corps of Engineers does and what ATEC do are equally important, but what TRADOC does is quite different than what most of the Army, rest of the Army does, and it's, it is really, it's foundational. It's the very definition of foundational. This is where we recruit the soldiers who become the Army and we train them how to be soldiers, and then we bring them back um, uh, later in their career to continue their professional development. And so having insight into how that works, I think, uh, you know, would benefit a career civil servant uh, for the rest of their career, just having an understanding of how this command works and how we produce those outputs which eventually build the Army. Well, Mr. Hill, that's all I have. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, thanks very much, Gary. I appreciate the opportunity. I really appreciate being here. I know you're super busy, so thank you very much. Thanks again. Well, everyone, that's all we have time for today. We look forward to our next segment, and thank you very much for listening. And until next time, have a great Army Day.